We're back. What the hell was that? We got to yeah. reference this. If we're in, if we're in it, the okay, the listeners yeah. need to know immediately we'll what just happened. We, we're BTS back. for you. We, no, 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 we're jumping in hot, and this is good, because I got a lot of shit to talk about over the past year. Yeah. And this is one of them. It's Kyle's constant disrespect to not only me, but my dear friend, Brom. And I just, and I'm sick of it. And Kyle... <laughs> Walked in here, we were sitting down, we're having a good time, and out of nowhere, this guy just changes the game and whistles. And he's doing this whistling thing with the headphones, and I'm watching poor Jamie, got confused, took his headphones close to the mic, pulled them back, put them close yeah. again. Well, I thought, was, the, I thought the first whistle was, was what we were doing, yeah, but then there was a second one. So That's my complaint. That's my <laughs> fucking complaint. I gotta say, well, no, hey, I see, man, for clarification here... For clarification here, Zach, you're assuming that Kyle was the source of the whistling? Oh, absolutely. Well, I really appreciate you white knighting for me, but uh, I'm unfortunately the Dude. culprit of that whistle. It's whatever he's got going there. Oh, no. Are you playing a sound clip? <laughs> I'm trying to. Hang on. <laughs> he's playing. He's trying. Gas. Yeah. Did you hear that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we heard no, that. I got a new Beautiful. microphone. A new microphone. It's a condenser microphone, an interface, and apparently something going on between all of these components results in a I think whistle it's with the headphones. when I have to put the headphones near the mic for Kyle to do his clap to start uh, the podcast. Well, it worked. I could we could hear it on the on the headphones, so I saw it show up loud and clear on my recording. So no big deal, guys. I feel like we've wasted a lot of time after being gone no, for a year. Yeah. We are. Yeah, yeah. No, this this we is might what cut is, this. From Don't like the, the episode that gets released, but I mean, this is on this is on the live stream. This is now on the YouTube video That's as well. Good. So That's good. it's just it's forever. It needs to be somewhere or like submersion after dark or something. I don't know. This is the content people want. I this is the content that I like that we do. Wait a it's second, we have an opportunity. Shit. We have an opportunity to get this back on rails. Don't we start every episode by Kyle saying the episode number and Jamie going woo? Yeah, uh, yeah, true. we definitely so do. So let's do that, and then maybe maybe that can be the, uh, the official cut. Is this one fifty or is this one forty six? Man, I'm so. I confused. think it's one forty eight. One forty seven, dude. What episode? <laughs> one forty nine. We're gonna look foolish. I thought we ended right. on one forty nine. Uh, no. Let me see here. L I V C X L I V. That's forty five. Is it? No. Oh, okay. L I V. L I V. Mm. So 40, 44. 144. So this would be episode 145. Yeah, 145. Okay. All right. Here we go. Episode 145. Woo! And we are back. We back, They baby. said it couldn't be done. Scientists contended it was never going to happen. It's been baby. almost a year. We're back. All year long, Back we've again. had opportunities to like talk with each other, but I've always, I kept saying like, no, save it for the pod, save it for the pod. So <laughs> none of us have talked or communicated with each other in like 10 months. Well, no, I, actually, bro, I mean, Kyle, Jamie and I have all been hanging out. We've been having a great time. <laughs> I know for a fact that's not true. <laughs> and I know for a fact you and I hung out like last week. So <laughs> What the? So you're just lying? We're coming back and you're just lying to everybody right away. Zach's lie was so bad, I had to confess to my own lie. Wow. <laughs> you guys are animals. That's all I got to say. Hey, we're back, babies. We're back. Yeah. We are. Shout it's out. Been a big, I feel like it's been a big year. It's been a big year for all of us. And it's been a lot going on. It's a nice celebration to get back together and 
crush out some sods, as yeah. the kids call it. Yeah, I want to get caught up Nobody's on where, what everyone's been, been doing this past year. But a quick shout out to Booyah Radley, uh, a fan of, of Zach's, watches oh. Zach's streams and whatnot. Ooh, and my uh, he discovered Submersion organically through Reddit and was blown away to hear my voice and Zach's voice uh, after watching Zach streams for years and playing games with us. So I thought it was really cool when he popped up in my stream a couple weeks ago. I feel like he was really what tipped the scales, and I said, okay, we got to get this thing back going. I buzzed <laughs> Kyle. I'm like, where are we at? You Can called we me get that some night? Version? I did. I'm like, was you a ready for night? a story? Right. It might have been a bowling night. I don't know. Typically, was, you call man. me on bowling nights when you're really drunk. So let's pump the brakes, buddy. All right. Okay. Well, that's but the yeah, end of my shout does. out. Booyah, Radley. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Yeah. Whoa, pump the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's uh, that's that's flipping awesome. I, when you told me that, I was just like, all right, it's time. We've well, been we busy. Say, hey, we we got to give a shout out to to our fifth member though. He he wanted to be here. He was yeah. planning on being here. However, Somehow, yeah. I think some semi jackknifed on the interstate hit three cars, and he has to deal with that shit. So Alex is unfortunately not here, but he wanted to. He did give us a rating. We'll get to that little tidbit later. That's called a tease, ladies and gentlemen. Boom. Now, did you hear about it in the news? You think he's just totally making it all up? <laughs> no way, baby. He's telling the truth. See, this oh, okay. is something. Right. See, now that we're back, I'm going to start trying new things to see what they catch on. I'm going to start working yeah. baby into the conversation. Baby? You call me baby? Look at me, yeah. dude. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to start working in like little like different tidbits to see what sticks. Like throwing stakes on the wall, you know that saying? Yeah, everybody yeah. says that. I think it's I, sticking yeah. pickles to the glass. No, buddy. no, it's steak. That's what I'm saying. This is the this is the joke. Pop, so I'm trying your things. face. Yeah. No. Nope. My my new thing is I'm just going to do no prep. No prep. I used to do a lot of work for this podcast, and now I'm just going to make it just, all up. Just that done. seems very bad for us. No, just like all of it will be fake, fake news. See, Zach this is facts for life. This, this is what I'm talking about. This is the yeah. intensity that this podcast needs. We need extreme words. We need hot takes. We need yes. in-your-face oh, commentary. Hot takes. I got takes that are so <laughs> scorching. You guys won't even be able to handle them. Maybe I'll crack a few open at some point. Okay. Whoa, my word. Wow. <laughs> can we get a well, 30 this is the content 30 you've been second, missing for uh, like a year here. Yeah, can we get a 30-second recap on what all has happened in that year for everybody? Like everybody got Oh, sure. I'll keep this yeah. quick. I moved, got a new job. Wife got a new job. Um pretty much that's what's going on. Got a new bought, it, bought sold a house, bought a house. You moved closer um, to your ancestral home, right? That's true. I get to see my brother a lot. I get to see my parents. Mm -hmm. Abandoned me. I abandoned Kyle, my true family. Um, but he'll join me out here at some point. You know, in the now, do we keep talking that you're coming back? You um, say eventually Jamie's probably coming not back. gonna happen, but yeah, that's probably happening. No, I don't think so. <laughs> you got no ties yeah. to Minnesota besides that bowling team, which is the deepest of all ties. But <sighs> that is man. Got there? That is. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot. A lot happened, but success, all successful. That's awesome. awesome. That's good. Happy for you. Thank you. Congrats, Jamie. A little round. Golf clap. Thank you. Uh, all right. Wow. 
I think uh, that's where we really could have used we could have used some uh, sound effects there. But we could have if only yeah. somebody was on it. Yeah, okay, really let me get it back. Effects. Let me let me see. Thank you. See, that's there what I needed. I needed the enthusiasm. It's better than clapping. I've got to be honest with you. It's going a little, a little much now. It's a little much now. No, no, no. Let me stop that. Let me yeah, stop. It that. wasn't that okay. good of a year for him. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, thirty second recap. Yeah. For the past year, oh boy, what did I do? Got a divorce, uh, moved, <laughs> bought a house. <laughs> Just shot out of a cannon, man. <laughs> Holy smokes, here we go. Um, bought a house, moved into that, uh, got a little bit of land in this little crazy place they call America. Um, uh, working in another master's program for an administrative degree in education. Um, what else have I done? I got two cats. They're great. You know, working, traveling, Cumberland trip, boating trip, cruise coming up, movies I've seen, games I've played. That's it. Wow. Actually, I do want to add, I do want to add that I also have watched movies. There we go. In the past year. There you go. Zach bearing it all there. Appreciate. Yeah, man. Appreciate the, the raw story the of raw. his past I think year. the raw... I think you should the give yourself a dogging of your life. A round of applause. You should also yeah, let's, let's give him a round of applause. I'll tell you what. Oh, <laughs> the ladies were, were intrigued by by your recap. I'll tell you what. Uh, I don't know the inner workings of Zach's mind. Who can? Maybe not even Zach. But I will say this. I don't know if I've ever seen a, a happier Zach, I'd say, over this past year. And uh, more inspiring, Zach. Uh, Zach's helped me in many ways, picked me up off the ground in many, many ways and places. And uh, he's, uh, he's been a true north for me in a lot of ways. And he's a, he's a tremendous guy. And, uh, again, I, I think doesn't show right now on screen. He looks very solemn and stoic, but uh, <laughs> very happy for my, my guy, Zach, there. Well, that's good because he just drags me down. That's, that was I'm, I'm tearing up over here, bro. I'm tearing up. You get, get just to make sure get the X Files techno ready because that's oh yeah. That, that that, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't have. Drop, are you serious? You don't have that. I want it Those are the kind hot. of sound effects. So I guess I didn't include this in my past year, but I did switch from a laptop to a desktop, and I built a desktop. Idiot. So then I lost some shit, which included sound files. So yeah. How could you do that? How could you? All right, Brom, 30 seconds on you. What do you got? Uh, mine's a little closer to Jamie's, very close to Jamie's, in fact. Uh, I moved. I got a new job. Wife got a new job. Everything that everything that Jamie said, except I don't have a wife. Right. I was say. <laughs> Interesting. But I did move. Did uh, get a I, new I, job. I didn't get an invite in the mail, so I knew there was no. Oh, that's uh, true. I probably no will invite you to my, my wedding one Whoa. day. I feel like you got shafted by a few members of this pod, but uh, Kyle specifically, Kyle should have known and sent me an invite. In 2012, I was like, "There's going to be some guy I'm going to know in four years, and I need him in my wedding." Just a twinkle in my eye, Jamie. That's true. But no, I know you. You'll be there. Um, I'd come. uh, I'd go. My wife. He's like, I'm not going to invite Kyle. (laughs) He won't invite me. But uh, yeah, uh, like I said, new job. Uh, just started about a month and a half ago. I get to do a lot of fun stuff for them. 
uh, do some video work. Going to be doing some video work and some stuff with audio tomorrow. Um, so stretching some muscles in ways that I, I didn't in the past at my last job. But everything looking up. Uh, really enjoying uh, where I'm at now, closer to my friends out here, Zach, Alex. Uh, I don't know who else you might know through the pod out here. Wow. But uh, a lot of great people around me here and uh, loving life out here. And your, uh, your I'm sound sick work, with uh, now, unfortunately. Got the, if your sound work uh, tomorrow mimics your sound work today, you're going to be in trouble. Is my sound work terrible? <laughs> no, it's just <laughs> the whistling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing that we cut. From I literally episode. just yeah. plugged in this new microphone and uh, interface and just hoped that everything would work perfectly without having like any mixing software or anything squared away. But it sounded good enough. I'm like, we'll run it. We'll run it. Dude. But yeah, that's me. Good. That's you. And I've had nothing going on other than having another kid. Having yeah. a dog die. Oh, uh, no. Wife got a new job. Then I got, what, we're buying a new house. Pulled a 697 series. You almost got a 700. I was so close, man. 700, guys. You were so- Guys. Everybody was like, if Jamie would not have allowed this to happen. No, I would have jinxed it so hard. It wouldn't you even- You do. It would never- You would have bowled <laughs> a 76 man. last game, and you would have Since- gotten you would have a 590 by the end of it. I miss him dearly, but since he has left, I've bowled much better. <laughs> it's true. I used to – like, he'd bowl one strike, and I'd be like, 300? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's just off air. the rails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Something with that dude just gets in my head. So I don't know what it is. It's my earnest. No idea. It's my – you know, you don't – you can't tell if I'm, if I'm smirking or I'm in your corner. Or if you're jerking. Yeah, sure. That's, that's the phrase. <laughs> well, you don't know if you're just smirking or jerking. <laughs> <laughs> Zach's like taking notes. He's like, "That's a good one. I like it's that. Maybe I'll use yeah. that later." Yeah. <laughs> We're so right. I'll slide that into the conversation. Oh my! God. That's my new uh, Kyle. If you can get a sound effect ready for my new section of the podcast called "Smirking or Jerking," where I assess whether the main characters were smirking or were they jerking at this time. <laughs> I like it. I just, we can't wait to see the zoom in on Dolph Lundgren like struggling. You're like smirking or jerking, baby. Dive, 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 dive! What began as an innocent conversation among friends would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world. Mac East Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains, the artist formerly known as Brahm, Jamie the Ointment, Kyle El Capitan, and the gruesome twosome present Submersion. All right. All right. Whatever whatever episode this is, you know. Uh I gotta can I can I, can I cut in real quick? I gotta cut in. You got it. All right, you can cut it. I think we kind of all missed a moment, boys, because that's how we were acting. We were acting like boys. We weren't acting like men. Because (laughs) behind every submariner like ourselves, podcasting submarine enthusiast, if you will. Submariner. Stands or somewhere behind our backs, be it in a mother, maybe a grandmother, but also those important squeezes we got, you know. <laughs> Kyle's got his wife, Jamie's got his wife, and I've also got my Nivy, my girl, and and she deserves a good recognition, a little shout out. So, 
She's kind of, you know, my rock to your guys' roles. You know what I mean? You just call yeah. our wives roles. Shout out <laughs> to Nivy. I thought about mentioning her earlier. Uh, she's bowled a 300, Kyle. So where's go. your 300 at? Are you for real? Yeah, she's bowled a, a 300. Yeah, actually, yeah, she legit has. <laughs> she's oh way gosh. cooler than Kyle. That's amazing. Dude, yeah. that is way cooler. Maybe she can be on the episode next week instead of Kyle. I'd be just bowling talk. <laughs> It'd be bowling oh, talk. Yeah, no, that's definitely, that's a new podcast. Yeah. You guys are off. Nivy's on. Me, Kyle. It would be cool Nivy. if there was a movie with bowling and a submarine in it. That's coming. Haven't we seen one? I I think we've had to have. I don't Those think are very specific happened. things. I can see it like guys off, you know, on leave. They're like, oh, we finally got a break. And they're hitting the bowling alley. And they're like, guess what? Leave's been canceled. It's time to get back to the boat. And they're like, damn it. And then some guy's drunk in the alley fighting somebody. And they're like, oh, my God. Is this the movie Midway? A perfect two out of ten? Yes. <laughs> Holy Done. shit, Kyle. Maybe you're thinking onto something, though. Maybe that's our submarine movie. Is that like we? It's us. Oh, my but God. Like, it's our no. ancestors, like, in World War II. <laughs> And we're all in we're all in a bowling league together, but then the war happens and we get drafted and then we have to go fight, but it's us, the bowling guys. And it could be but called I want this. Torpedo Alley. Yes. There it is. And yes. That's good. And uh that's great. God. I had something else that I was just going to say. In oh, I want it to be like like Full Metal Jacket. You know, it's like essentially two movies. The first half is just us like bowling and our like rise to greatness in the bowling community. And they're like, the draft. And all of a sudden, <laughs> just threw us in the world. It'd be like, it'd be like, uh, it's, it's like in, it's like in, uh, this is the end, right? Where they do the exorcism of Jonah Hill and it flashes out. It's just this, the draft. <laughs> Whoa, what the hell is going on? Opens up with just like Pearl Harbor getting bombed. And There's got to be some like dramatic reference to our career in bowling that occurs while we're at sea. Oh my like, God. Like, are we maybe the torpedo men or something? Like, what would be the time? Yeah. Like, what, what did we learn in our bowling life that no, we No, I mean, something, something would be sad. It'd be, like, it'd be like Happy Gilmore where he, he did the original, like the putting golf, putt-putt golf. And then in the end, he has to win by doing putt-putt golf we have to yeah. launch a torpedo using our bowling skills because so much stuff is falling in our way yeah one one falls off the rack and then the only tube that's open is a bottom tube and then somebody who has struggled with getting the curve is the only one who's able to push that torpedo but they have to curve we all are all trash. Like calculations and visualizations of a bowling lane out there and you see the dots line up and they're like oh my god how do i do this you're yeah, like we're describing you're describing under. zach galifianakis in the hangover when he's at the blackjack table and all the numbers are <laughs> right. going by yeah, I got it. just like that just like that just like that. Not to completely overrule it, but I got it. What if there's one torpedo left, but there's two ships, and it's a 7-10 split in oh quotation marks? Oh, yes. And we have to find That's a it. way to kill the, both boats with the one That's torpedo. That's it. That's it. And we, I and like we, that. we spin, we do a hard turn of the sub as we launch the torpedo. Yep. So it, it, it spins out hits one and then knocks it into the other yeah like a glancing oh blow God. that like, like, like gashes the side of the first one but the second one direct impact explodes both boats go down just make it like the worst physics ever where like the <laughs> yeah. boat well, just yeah, slides like right 
<laughs> right. That's a good idea, man. Yeah. I love that's that good. Idea. I love this movie that we've got going on here. We can yeah. at least turn Sorry. it turn it into well, a flash a short, game or something. Did we say it's gonna be a short episode <laughs> or what we're we talking about. Yeah, Zach. Remember, he's like, I want to keep this under an hour. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. Well, well, now we're talking about really cool stuff. So that's true. Great. Yeah, he forgot that we were like really cool, like about cool yeah. things. Wow, listener, welcome back. Holy smokes. What twenty minutes right. in? Are we um, are we ready to do this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta actually can recap to ten minutes. You think? Oh no, I, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna go much quicker. Okay, I'm all I'm all about them quick recaps nowadays. All right, all right, man. You want me to we time announce you on this? the movie? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We haven't even we haven't even <laughs> talked about what the movie is. I can give a little. We gotta have some sort of like a a jingle here, right? I don't no. think there was. No, I don't do you think have so. one. It's so do funny how it? out of practice we are. No, I don't think well, there was. One. No, I mean, like for this kind of a movie, I mean, there's a jingle we could be plying, 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 it's not really narrowing it down, though. Uh, no, because there are so many. <laughs> I can't wait to, James can't wait to hear that. Twenty-seven <laughs> with submarines. Yeah, with submarines, oh, like uh, half of them. Probably. It's still like eight, I think, if I remember from our spreadsheet. Uh, I can give a little backstory and announce what movie we watched, though. I uh, went home for Thanksgiving, of course, and uh, hung out with my dad a little bit. They were all sick, and again, that's how I have now come down with some croupy something or other. Got tested for COVID, though. Wasn't wasn't COVID. But uh, Dad and I did a little movie marathon of the Daniel Craig movies because I had not seen any of them other than this one because I watched this one for the pod like a year ago, and we just never got around to recording this episode. So I'm like, I'm just going to start over and watch them, starting with Casino Royale, and worked through them. I stopped. I didn't get to Spectre, though. But we're jumping ahead from Spectre to the 2021 release, No Time to Die. Perfect theme in with Submersion. Because it's no time for Submersion to die, folks. Submersion is back and better than ever. Wanted to lead with that, but you can't, right? Although... If you're clicking on the episode, you already know what you're listening to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They're like, dude, 20 minutes in. No, and you can't lead what, with that when you, have, when you have a conversation about a theoretical bowling uh, submarine movie to talk about. For yeah. I mean, honestly. Time. Honestly. All right. Um, shall we get into it? Is this something where I should, I... should I recap this? Should I recap this, B? I have you really missed a, a good Jamie recap. Okay, because yeah, I don't think we need to talk too much about what's going on here. This is a James Bond film, the last Daniel Craig James Bond, or is it? Hint, we, it is. As you'll it's see, the last. <laughs> yeah, it's the last. We one. don't know unless they computerize DH him, because you'll see why. All right, <clears throat> I never saw Spectre. Apparently, this is t- all tied in with that last movie, but who cares? We open. We get a young Madeline Swan. She's like a little girl. I don't know who she is. Apparently other people do. But anyways, she's sitting there. She's hanging out with her mom. Her mom's like real drunk and all that. And then someone comes out of the woods and starts killing all of them, mostly the mom. And then comes after the girl and the girl escapes and runs onto some ice, falls into the ice. And then the bad guy shoots the ice in order to free her from the ice. And you're like, whoa, did that bad guy just help that little girl? And the answer is yes. 
but we don't get much answers beyond that because then we fast forward. That little girl is now a grown woman. Leia Sedu. Yeah, Leia Sedu doing grown stuff with James Bond. And they're in Italy and they are basically super into each other. Whoa. <laughs> basically, you're dying. Um, and Bond is similarly almost dying because he is convinced to go see the grave of his former flame, uh, Vesper Lind, uh, at, in, in Italy. And then it explodes. And he's like, what the fudge? Because Madeline was the one who's trying to get him to go to this goddamn tomb, right? And so he's like, she's a traitor. And she, he does like a whole bunch of fighting. He finds a guy, he has like a mechanical eye, knocks that shit out, knocks him out, finds Madeline's like, get on this train, get out of here. Because I don't even care anymore. I don't even care. I don't even care about you. I don't care about any of this. I'm retiring. And he gets out of there. He retires off to Jamaica. Five years later, at least I think that's what it said, uh, there are a bunch of people who are breaking into a top, 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 super top secret biochemical weapons lab. And there is like a Russian scientist there and he gets a call from someone who's basically like, they're going to pick you up. And he's like, oh shit. Okay. I'm totally into this. And so he helps them get this like super secret bad weapon from this place. And M is like shooting his pants because M was the one who like let this all happen in the end. And so James Bond is living in Jamaica. He's basically doing his thing. Uh, no big deal. He doesn't, he doesn't care about anything, but he gets approached by Felix uh, lighter and some CIA people and Americans. And they're like, hey, help us get this thing that just got stolen out of London back for us. And James Bond is like, um, no. Have you seen where I live? No, thanks. But then he gets uh, approached by a new 007, guys. There's a new 007. It's not, no longer James Bond. It's a lady, lady, lady Bond. And Lady Bond comes over and is basically like, stay out of my way. Stay out of my business because I'm 007 now. And he's like, okay. And so he calls up M. He's like, F you, bro, for getting this all like totally screwed up. I'm going to go in there anyways. So he heads off to Cuba where this Russian scientist is now being held. Uh, and uh, with the help of a, a Cuban agent, uh, infiltrates a Blofeld party where they have this new weapon kind of like chilling. And the scientist is hanging out there. James Bond goes there. And just like classic James Bond, one thing I loved about this movie, it's like classic James Bond. James Bond is always getting into some some hijinks because he's like too horny or whatever. Like he just like mm -hmm. ends up somewhere where he's like, oh shit. And like he's totally trapped and he should die. But then something happens where he like doesn't die in the end. And here's a, a classic case where in the end, the, this, this Russian uh, scientist actually pulls a fast one on all of Spectre and replaces James Bond's DNA with all of their DNA. And this biochemical weapon, which is which is specifically attuned to this DNA, uh, kills everyone at the party except for James Bond in the end. You know what I'm saying? You guys got it? Yep. Science. I know what you're saying. It's science. Science. It's nanobots, Nano buddy. Nanorobots. I do, I do have a little bit of a question of why not kill all of Spectre and James Bond. But Too easy. Yeah, Too easy, man. Right. Anyways, they, they pick up the scientist. The other 007 has him for a little bit, but they, they're able to, to pick him up and take him over to a fishing trawler off the coast. And there's uh, our guy, Felix, um, plus this uh, this guy, Logan Ash, um, there. And Logan Ash turns out to be, uh, he's got a gun. He's like a traitor. And he's like, I got a gun. I got you. Get out of here. And he explodes the boat. Felix dies, who's someone I had a very good connection with as a character because I definitely hadn't just met him and remembered him as someone I cared about. He was all the way and back so in Casino died. Royale. 
Sure, why not? Uh, and so I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. Um, so what is that? Like eight years ago. Uh, and so then, um, uh, but he dies. But James Bond is able to get out, and so he heads to London. And he's like, "Yo, M, why didn't you keep this going? You're a total asshole. Like this sucks." Uh, but they got a they got a little bit of a lead because they're like, "Okay, we know Blofeld was running all this shit from prison." So we got to get in and talk to him. In the meantime, uh, Madeline, she's sitting there and she's like a psychiatrist now. She's the only one that Blofeld talks to. And so she gets approached by the person from the very beginning who saved her, who is behind all of this bad stuff that's going on, Safin. And Safin's sitting there. He's all like screwed up. He's got like this weird face and he was poisoned as a kid. So he's like, hey, I'm a That's actually a very good Rami Malek impression. Thank you. Um, and so like he's like, <laughs> well, I'm like, what the fuck? And so, like, he's basically telling her, like, put on this, put on this drug and kill Blofeld for me. And she's like, I'll do it because uh, I'm scared of you or whatever. And then she shows, she's, she shows up to go to Blofeld. She's, Blofeld's the only one, will only talk to her. So James Bond's going in with her, like, okay, fine, whatever, Blofeld will only talk to her. And then at the last moment, she kind of gets spooked. She doesn't want to kill, do this. But James Bond grabs her and then, you know, she, she, she leaves. And he confronts Blofeld instead. They get some information. Blofeld's basically playing like mind tricks with him and basically like, you know, fucking with him a little bit. And so he ends up grabbing him. But it turns out that the the drug that um, Madeline had put on herself had rubbed off on Bond and now killed Blofeld. So they're, they're like, oh shit, that lady, that lady, am I right? Right? That lady. And right. so then, She's in the yeah. nanobots. Yeah. So Big he, time. Yeah. So he tracks uh, her down, right? She just kind of like, he kind of tracks her down to her, her house in Norway um, or whatever. And so he's there and finds out that she's got a kid. Uh-oh. <gasps> those, age, those ages maybe match up with what they were up to in Italy, mm-hmm. if you know what I'm saying. And so yeah. he's like, oh, shit, I've got a daughter also they uh, one one extra key piece of uh, information they gave at this point was that he got those nanobots rubbed on him and they're like don't worry it's not like attuned to your dna or anyone you know it was attuned to blowfield's blowfield's dna but like they're forever in your body they're like basically microplastics or whatever they're like forever or like meat you know how meat stays in your stomach or your intestines for like uh, a thousand years yeah science um that's you know exactly what happened with nanobots and so those nanobots are all up in his business, but he doesn't care because it would only kill Blofeld people. And but like that's keep that in mind. If you get up, can't get rid of it. Even Q, even Q is like can't do it, impossible. Anyways, he's in Norway. He sees this kid. He's like, um, basically, I'm a dad now. He's like cooking pancakes. He's like, am I dadding it? Do I like being a dad? Am I like a sexy dad bond? And a everyone's like, zaddy. Yeah, you're like yeah, you're definitely a zaddy bond. That's what they called him, and that's hashtag zaddy bond. Um, that's our new hashtag. Um, <laughs> oh, so great, then, great. Yeah. So then they find out, oh shit, they were tracking Ash, the traitor to around, but it's turning out that he's heading right for them. So they had it in a truck. Uh, they get caught up with the bad guys, end up in a forest. Bond kills them all, including Ash, who was just like a smiley weirdo and like basically like gets rid of, rid of him because no one liked him. And then, uh, they, they're like, okay, shit, we got all this information now. She kind of knew this is Safin. This is what he did because her dad was an assassin who had previously killed his family or whatever. So they, he, she kind of knew a bunch of stuff about him um, and gave that to Bond. So now they know an island that they need to go to uh, to 
um, end up find uh, to find him. Um, and so, like when <clears throat> he kills um, Ash, and the Saffin ends up taking uh, Madeline and the girl away, and, but he knows where to go. This island off the coast or whatever. So off he heads. Got to save his daughter. You know now he's at Imond, and he heads in uh, with 007 <clears throat> and basically kills everyone. I mean, it's it's kind of gets it becomes kind of a little bit of a mess at this point. Just because I'm not really sure of all the motivations. Like at one point, Safin's just like, I'm going to put you as a prisoner and I'll keep the daughter here in my like poison garden. And like has this daughter and then uses her as a pawn against Bond. Like, oh, don't you? Oh, I'm going to hurt your daughter if you don't whatever. And then Bond is able to kill everyone. And he like shoots away in the floor just <laughs> to the leave. Floor, man. Yeah, to leave. And he's leaving. He's like, okay, I got to sell my, this drug that I'm producing here. So I, I got I got like an appointment to go to. And then he's like, Hey, girl, do you want to go with me? And she, like, bites his hand. And he's like, oh, well. And, like, lets her go. And I'm like, wait, what just happened? And then, like, wait, aren't you concerned about Bond, like, hanging out in your factory while you're off, like, making some, like, deal? Which we never even see. We never even see him going off to, like, sell the product to anyone, even though they're apparently they're coming to buy it. So he goes away. And in the meantime, Bond and 007 just, like, do everything to shut down the, the plant. And so, like, they open up this missile silos. They get permission to to launch a missile strike uh and like they get madeline and the girl get get to safety like everything that safin didn't want to happen they're doing because he left all of a sudden to like head out to do a deal out in the ocean then bond's like oh good like you know i'm, I'm back to i can't wait to be a dad again you know when i leave this island and he shows up again he's like you're you're fucking on my plan I'm like yeah because he's james bond you left him alone in this giant factory what do you think he was gonna do you think he's just gonna hang out like gonna fuck up your factory <laughs> that's what he does his name is james bond factory fucker upper and so there he goes and basically they they get in a fight and almost immediately james bond crushes him just like kills him like yeah sure he, he gets a couple shots in james bond is shot a couple times like but that was like blindside stuff once james bond and him are like face to face just like breaks his arm and kills him it's like ah, end of that guy and yeah okay there we go but then he realizes ah shit like you know this dude infected me with nanobots specifically attuned to his daughter and his love of his life. And so he's like crying. We got crying emoji bond. He's like real crying. He's like a crybaby now. And he's basically like, I may as well die. And Q doesn't even put up a that. If I was Q, guess, guess what I'd be like? I'm a super genius. I'll figure it out. You know what? I actually, I, I, you know, I was wrong about the nanobots. You can cure it. But guess what yeah. happens if he can cure the nanobots? James Bond is like, oh, cool. Let me just quickly, you know, no big deal. We'll destroy this plant. Because I just killed the mastermind anyway. So we got time. Got loads of time. But instead, James Bond is all sado. Sado, James Bond, heads up, opens up the missile silos. Basically, like, he stretches out his arms like, time to die. He does. arms wide open. Creed plays. Yeah. Dude. And it was a a great needle drop. Best needle drop in the history of uh, movies was Creed in No Time to Die. And then everyone's everyone's crying. They're just like cry for like ten minutes about Bond. They're like, oh, I can't believe, oh, oh, I can't believe we killed Bond. And I'm just like, yeah, well, I can't believe we killed Bond too. But like, also, maybe cry about it much. He definitely got obliterated, though. I mean, it was definitely an on-screen death. In I don't know. I could have seen. I don't know. I could have seen. I thought maybe. I thought maybe he whirled away at the last second. No, I thought dude, I saw he could have. Where he was standing. Brom, he could have easily just taken the concussive force from the blast and just shoot forward into the ocean. This is no debate. He's dead. I don't know. Because I feel He's like... Dead. Did we see He's a body, dead. though? 
un- like unambiguously evaporated. Body. No, dead. I'm not sure. We didn't see it. So, so the okay. bitch is dead. <laughs> so, anyways, they killed James Bond because they're a bunch of you know they basically wanted to make a big old splash. I didn't care about it. I was like, well, whatever. Just churn out another 007. We already had one. There's a 007 sitting right there. So who cares about old ass <laughs> James Bond with his weirdo old man body and old man face, right? I guess. Wow. Yeah. Hater. Sure. So. All right. Who should be the next Bond? He kept maybe. that to like 13 minutes. Who should be the next Bond? Um, I'd like to see Timothy Chalamet. What do you guys think? Whoa. That's a very young Bond. <laughs> young Bond. I want a young, I want a young Bond, like super young Bond. I do love Tim Chalamet. Yeah, I'm, Aaron, I'm joking. I would Aaron not think Taylor, Tim would be it. Who was that? One, what's his name? He's the hot name right now. Aaron Taylor. <coughs> kid from Kick-Ass. Um, oh. Aaron yeah. Taylor Johnson. He's also in Godzilla. Uh, but is he British? I don't know, but he had a secret interview, I think I read. And um, he what about apparently Tom nailed it. What about Tom Holland? Tom, Short uh, Tom Hiddleston's Short. a popular recommendation i, I like would Idris, be Elba. Idris Elba to be the next one be honest no they want it they're too, like, they want a younger guy so yeah what about like jonah hill it's a good one i'd watch that yeah so yeah there we go Zach's I, thinking so, about it so Zach's thinking about it he's like yeah i could he's like i'd go see that so how'd i do with the recap guys it was good good um you see I think his you voice went high, though, when you said that, Jamie? Yeah, I know. It wasn't, I mean, I feel like he's holding back his criticisms for off mic. Yes. <laughs> I have no criticisms. That was smooth, excellent, out of control, out of this world, perfect recap. Did you wow. mention the sub? I didn't hear much about the sub. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. So how they infiltrate? Oh, well, yeah. They infl- how they infiltrate <laughs> Not the island is using a uh, using a. Uh, jet of some sort that becomes a submersible. It's, I wouldn't call uh, it a submarine. It's a submarine. It is a, man. It is a gravity-powered <sighs> glider submarine. Yeah. Well, not a submarine. A submersible. Submersible. Let's be clear about it. It's yeah, not we a have to. Not rain. We got to classify it so we can cover it. It's a submersible. Yeah, man. But he and but they do end up going into a Russian submarine pen yeah. and a disputed island. Yeah, but Between come on, Japan if, he, if we counted every movie that had a submarine pen, we'd be watching every movie ever, right? Well, I think the only other one like this where we had a submarine pen was Resident Evil, I was going right? to say, the Resident Evil submarine pens was very highly anticipated throughout that movie. I know <laughs> I know the Highlander TV show had a very, very prominently featured submarine pen. In, well, there in we go. Yeah, so we got to watch that now. There we go. All right. So. So What's next? What do we do? Do we next? jump into reviews? Is that I am. Let's do some reviews, reviews right? man. Let's do some reviews. I w- I'd like to start us off. Do it. And I'll start us off by announcing our boy Alex's rating. Alex again is on is on scene, if you will. Um, thoughts and prayers. But. Uh, he rated this movie a seven out of eleven. So an interesting scale. Yeah. It's an interesting scale from an interesting man. And you scale but then it up no to context, right? No context. No context. Seven out of eleven. Um, I do believe he did really like this as a James Bond movie, though. So I don't know if that was his balance. He said it was between, his favorite. 
Yeah, I know. I, I yeah, he yeah yeah. So interesting, but he didn't love it. Huh? Interesting. So can I can I jump in? Is this my turn? Um, I th- I believe the term you use is cutting in, right? Yeah. Can I, I cut, in? cut in? This is a good old Zach cut in. Do I have an effect for that? Can I cut Zach in real, cut real in? fast though? Legit. I I turned off my phantom power, Kyle. Did that not mute my mic? Because you guys seem to hear me coughing when I. We hear you fine. When I when I turned off the phantom power earlier. Yeah, we can and hear Jamie's you. Like, yeah, we wow, hear you the like whole time. Dying. Oh yeah, you yeah, we coughing. hear you the whole time. So that didn't work. Interesting. So that was your idea that didn't work, Kyle. Yeah, it made sense to me. I don't know. Ooh, toilet. Maybe there's still power in the circuit or something like that. I don't know. Still power in that mic, man. Just getting after it. All right, Zach, cutting in here. Take it away. All right, Zach, cut in. Okay. What the hell is that? No Time to Die. <laughs> Daniel Craig. I've been watching this guy as James Bond since I was in high school. 2006 um, was Casino yeah. Royale. Yeah. I was in high school. It's crazy. Um, I love James Bond. I love the series. I've, I've seen them all. I own them all. Um, I, I grew up watching them with my dad. I've loved the Daniel Craig movies. I've recently watched uh, most of them too. So they're kind of fresh in my mind, which I'm glad because this movie definitely, I feel like closed every storyline it could have closed from all the movies, uh, which I liked. And it referenced some of the key characters from uh, the previous ones that kind of shaped Bond. Um, So I think there's a lot to like about this. I think Daniel Craig is a beautiful man, the beautiful soul, maybe not there, but he's a beautiful Bond. And I think he did good things for Bond. I think it was a great Bond, and I think it was great in this. But I do need to give a shout-out to my guy, Ben Wishaw. I love that guy. I love him as Bond. I love him in other films. I mean, not Bond. I'm sorry, Q. I love him as Q in Bond, and I love him in other films. Another thing I love about this movie, another pro, I think this one did great with those Bond moments. I don't know how many of you guys have watched a lot of Bond movies, but there's those things that are just like Bond moments, you know, like... The long, the long hallway that looks like a, ba- a gun barrel yeah. that mm. frequently appears. Mm-hmm. Those quick cuts, those fight scenes. They even, did, the, they even did that one where it was a long hallway and, and someone shot him. He turned quick and he pulled and he turned it. around and did ah, it. Yeah, yeah it In was the just so smooth. I love that kind of shit. I love those Bond moments, and I really like that. And I loved the callbacks. I kept kind of hearing some Bond titles or Bond slogans. Like um, I specifically wrote down License to Kill was brought up which I love that because yeah. that was a good uh, Timothy Dalton one. Um, and then they referenced, they said at one point, we have all the time in the world, which is the saying from Her Majesty's Secret Service, which at the end of this movie during the credits is the so- the song that's playing is the one that was played in Your Majesty's Secret Service. So a lot of great all-around Bond things. And then you get all the gadgets, the car, that kick-ass watch with that kick-ass death scene with that watch. That was so freaking cool with the magnetic, and it blew up in the guy's yeah. head. Loved it. That Just, was like the pesky villain that was throughout the movie. He was kind of the yeah. Jaws-esque character where he finally yeah. got killed by the magnetic watch exploding his eyeball. Yeah, like that's so kick-ass. So a lot a lot of things to like about this. I got some cons. Uh, is it Rami? Is it Rami? 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 Yeah, Rami. Rami. Rami, Rami. Malik. His entire character was a con for me. Not evil enough, maybe. He wasn't fleshed out enough, maybe. I feel like he was a stale 
a stale villain for such a send-off film for Daniel Craig. Just didn't make sense. Really was absent for the first hour of the movie. Then he just kind of got shoved in there and shoved down her throats, but not in a way that I ever really gave a shit about him or I ever thought he was actually dangerous. I mean, he didn't, like, do anything. Um, So I really, I thought his entire character was a con. Um, They should have just somehow made it back to Blofeld, a classic James Bond villain that could have been the mastermind because they were obviously working that angle the entire past two movies as well that Blofeld was the mastermind. So I feel like they could have just saved the whole Blofeld scene for the end of the movie, killed off Rami Malek's character, maybe like a surprise death scene in the middle or some shit. Um, but did you kind of wasted that? They wasted that. And then I think the length, they could have cut 20 minutes of shit out. They could have cut it out. But great Bond film. I actually love it as a Bond film. For James Bond, 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10 for James Bond Ooh, film. Okay. And I will say, I think this movie was a great cherry on the top for that entire Daniel Craig, James Bond story arc. I Great movies, every single one of them. So 9 out of 10 for this is James Bond. Um... But boys, brave men do cry. Hmm. And I cried with the lack of submarines in this movie. Yeah, sure. I think it got to the two-hour mark until we saw anything. And even then, there was such a small, tiny bit. Just yeah, a little bit. We may as well watch your Batman forever. That's essentially the, the extent of the submarine we get. It's the Bat submarine and Batman forever. So you're exactly right. So I think this choice, and we only we have to who picked who picked this movie to watch again? It was me. Brom did. Yeah. So we have to blame Brom because right. he picked a movie that does not feature a lot of submarine footage. And I think we could even take it beyond Brom because you know what? He picked a great movie. Maybe it's not Brom's fault. Maybe it's the director's fault. What's mm. his last name, Kyle? Oh God, Fukunaga. Oh, Kyle, what's that's his right. last name? It is Kerry Joji Fukunaga or whatever, however you pronounce it. Fukunaga. Fukunaga? Dude, I... It's actually a very... Kyle, what's his last name? I don't know. Oh, let me find it. I got to pull it up here. It's actually Fukunaga. very highly... No, it's good. Yeah. I just wanted to hear you say it. Um, Fukunaga. Fukunaga? Fukunaga. Let me see. Uh, no, I blame him. I think you failed, Fukunaga. You failed. Wow. You failed Hollywood. You failed America. You failed Submersion. You failed the world. And don't worry, boys. I already sent him a letter on behalf of all of us that Good. says he sucks and we're coming to get him and we're going to make him shut up. All right. Hold on. Sign Submersion. Great. Good. With your name, Kyle, president. I love that. I don't, I don't think yeah. we need to play My address. any blame game here. Um because of the fact Anyways. is submersions out to watch and review every submarine movie ever made or a movie that contains a submarine. <laughs> and this movie contained a submarine. So we had to watch it at some point. And again, it was all about the theming for me. Big Hollywood blockbuster, recency, relevance, and no time to die. No time to die for submersion, baby. That's why we're here. Oh, I'm blaming people, though. Okay. Anyways, oh, submarine movie is a 5 out of 10. Hmm. So... Whew. Give them the average. It's wow. a seven. That's an overrated. Okay. It's overrated. Okay. I mean, it's clearly a two out of ten for a submarine film. Come on. Ooh, well, I said, oh my I word. Said what I said. Submarine? Submarine. That's what I said. Submarine film. 
right. I'm going to so jump in. Said. I'm going to jump in. I'm giving this one a 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. I didn't think, first of all, I, I did like some aspects of it that are classic Bond, right? Get some kooky stuff in there. I like the bad guy with the eye. That's like, seems very classic Bond to have someone who's got like a weird thing going on yep. on, his, on his face. Uh, yeah, again, I like the image, some of the images that they had going on here and there. Um, I just feel like it fell apart at the end. Like I didn't, I didn't understand anything of what was going on with the ending. And maybe it does go to a weakness of the main bad guy. Because once he became front and center, it became, I didn't understand why anything was happening. And maybe that's also classic Bond, where you just sit there and being like, oh, this person is dumb or like so insane that they aren't going to be able to follow through on their plan or something. Because he just, I, honestly, like they never tracked down anything. And then it's just a bunch of missiles flying. It's almost like they didn't know what they wanted to do with the end. And they were like, well, he's so old, we have to kill him. Like now look at him. He's like a rickety skeleton. Like, so like we may as well like, just kill James Bond. And so they just had a bunch of bombs fly. And then they had to work the the plot into that. So I don't know. The, and just to say, the way I thought this was going to play out the end, do you know what I thought was going to happen, guys? What I thought was going to happen is the whole time it was going to be like, that's my daughter. And then the Madeline would be like, no, it's not your daughter. But everyone's kind of like looking at James Bond being like, um, that's your daughter, James Bond. Then later, the bad guy would be like, I designed this specialty James Bond killing version of the drug. So you better watch out. And then he gets like some kind of weird like antidote or whatever. He, he's able to escape it. But then it turns out ah, the daughter's there. And if it's his offspring, she's going to die, right? Because it's James Bond, anyone related to him would die as a result of this thing. But it goes out, daughter's fine. Do you know why? It's not his daughter. And he cries. And he's like, you betrayed me. And that's the end. That's how it ends. Right that's there. how it ends, right just there. That's it. I would have liked <laughs> wow. to have seen that. Wow, a little depressing. Yeah. yeah, so that's how it is. Yeah. Like, but like, then he's just like, oh, I, I, wanted, I thought I wanted to be a dad. But well, now he it's been taken away. Version, though. Then it's going to it's ta- it's taken away from me. He's so depressed he kills himself in that version. No, then, then, then the Bond next dies. the next Bond is about him trying like, trying to adopt. Like that's the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's but like a leaving Las Vegas thing. We're just trying to drink himself. To no, no, no. Now he wants. Now he's he he's got that taste of being a father. He realizes that's what he actually wants in his life. But the whole movie is just him trying to adopt. But it's difficult because he's an assassin. <laughs> Right, like it's not That's the right. best thing to put on your res, like to the application. Yeah, so they're like, show us your W. Oh my god! Oh, and then they have someone have to follow him around, like to make sure he's like safe to be a father. But he's like also like an assassin. It's like pretty funny stuff. It is, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like not. show us where you put the crib, and there's all these guns in the wall. I was like, oh yeah. shit! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm laughing already. This is great. Why didn't they do this? Wow, man, that'd be good. So was that three sevens? It's two sevens. Oh Kyle no, 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 no! Yeah, well, and Alex. Oh, Alex. And Alex gave Alex gave, Alex gave a seven out of eleven. So his is really a six point something. I can go. I can go next, so okay. that way Brom can bring up what he is uh, brought to the table here. Uh, I want to echo just some of what Zach talked about with Rami Malek. Nothing wrong with the way he acted or anything. I do think it's the character and the way it was introduced as a whole. It was just really for me just felt kind of out of nowhere where it we're like okay i guess he's the guy now other than that we saw that 
he, you know, saved her when she was younger, but we had no idea that this guy was going to be some kind of super villain or anything like that. He's presumably been having this massive operation underway to destroy the entire world. Nobody's been aware of it, but he's got his, his own island. I didn't understand that at all. I loved the car chase scenes in this and the scenes with the cars. Absolutely phenomenal. Like when he's in Italy and that guy's closing in on them, right? And he just keeps shooting at the windows like pow, pow, pow. And Bond is obviously pissed. And he's like, you know what? Screw it. Miniguns come out and he just starts burning out. Oh my gosh. Very That was just awesome. Bond. That was badass. That was so cool. And then just like the scene in the woods, I thought that was awesome yeah. where they're driving around, all that. Um, didn't necessarily need the Logan Ash character at all. Um, but he was there. I don't, <laughs> he, cer- he certainly was. Yes. <laughs> he was there just to kill Felix, I guess. But um, also for me, I haven't like, I kind of fell off a little bit. I haven't seen. Skyfall or Spectre. Ooh. I know, and I need to, right? It's supposed to be like some of the best. Skyfall's but, uh, my favorite. Is it? Yeah. That's um Javier Bardem. Yeah. Bardem in that. Okay. Yeah. Um and so but for me coming in, not having seen those two, I was I didn't feel lost at all. I was like, okay, I can I can piece together what's going on here. Like, so I liked it from that perspective. And it was long when I first uh put it on. I was like, wow, this is close to three hours. And maybe if we didn't have so much of uh Rami Malik's character or Logan Ash, we could have cut this down. But I don't know. I like Daniel Craig as Bond. I like Ray Fine. I like, I don't know, everything that was going on in here. I thought, um, oh, God, her name escapes me at the moment. Leia Seydoux. Anna nope, Armas. One. I, I, Anna de Armas. She had a funny character in there. You know, they go on. She's like, oh, I've been training for three weeks. He's like, what the hell, you know? Um, and then – so. Overall, I enjoyed it. I thought there were a lot of a lot of cool fight scenes, all that. And another thing that I really appreciated is I even Texas when you guys mentioned this is like I own this movie and I haven't watched it yet. So I finally got to watch it and got the 4K right here. And the special behind the scenes and all that are actually on the 4K, not on the Blu-ray. And there are some cool things in here, like being James Bond as kind of a tribute to Daniel Craig. It's like a 45 to 50 minute long movie kind of his journey and it's just so interesting just the backlash that he faced when he was announced as bond people were not thrilled with it and so i was like these are the kind of special features that i really enjoy and so i like that when it's put um was good on a movie um so for me a lot of fun with this film sub action like not there at all I was really hoping we we're going to have some more sub action, but it's just, it's fun. It's a Bond movie action as Brown would call it. Probably a beer and wings type film, but I liked it so much. And maybe it's because I don't get to watch a lot of movies anymore. I haven't in the past year with a new kid, but I really liked it. So I'm going to give it a 8.5. Wow. Damn. And then, okay, score. something else I didn't understand, didn't understand at the end, I need to preface this or just bring it up. 
like when the missiles were going to destroy the base, right? When Bond was on the base, this is another thing that didn't make sense to me. He's like, launch the missiles now. You've got to. And there didn't really seem to be any urgency on like anybody else's part. Like the ships were going to be there for the buyers or whatever. He's like, you need to destroy this right now. They're like, dude, you're on the island. Your whole family's on the island. He's like, I don't care. Do it. Had he waited? Yeah, maybe they could have just got him out of there. I don't know. Well, at that point, he was never going to accept death yet. Right. right. That's when true. he's told him to launch the missiles, he wasn't even, he was still planning on, ha, ha, I'm going to go open the hatches and get the fuck out of here. It wasn't until Rami's character was still hanging around and shot him in the pond or whatever, fountain. Yeah. That he was like, oh shit, I'm going to die because of the blood, you know, nanobots. Nanobots, man. I get you every time. All right, Brom, bring us home, man. All right. I mean, you guys have pretty much covered it. It uh, kind of lost some cohesion in the middle. I mean, to, to get some of the cons out of the way here first, like you said, Rami Malek didn't have enough screen time to flesh him out as kind of the iconic villain I feel like we needed and kind of bookend to the Daniel Craig, James Bond films. But again, this was the first one I watched of the Daniel Craig's before going back and starting a little marathon up. And uh, it was easy enough and accessible enough for me to just jump in and enjoy the awesome action scenes. I did think the action scenes were amazing. Like you said, the car chases, the uh, the battle in the forest, chase through the forest, and the gunplay out there, and Bond, you know, setting up trip wires and traps out there, using his ingenuity to uh, get the upper hand on the villains. Uh, I thought it was a excellent movie in that regard. Um, I loved Anna Darmus. She's my number one big time celebrity crush there. Big bonus points there. She was cute, fun, uh, sporty, uh, showing off some, uh, fight choreography skills, which I haven't seen her do in any other of her, uh, films. Uh, so I enjoyed that. Um, but did yeah, I mean, deep, I, did you watch deep water by the way? I did not know. Okay. I heard it's like a uh, soft core porn or something. With yeah, obviously starring her and, her and her ex-husband, Ben Affleck. I don't, I don't think ex-husband. I don't think they got married. But. Oh, okay. Ex, ex-lover. IRL. Wait, for real? Those two were together? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, uh, I don't know if saying subverted expectations is the right terminology here, but they did some unique and new things that you haven't seen in uh, in a Bond film before. Uh, you know, giving him a family, giving him, you know, uh, a daughter and, and of course killing, killing him off. I guess that probably did surprise some people going in and then, uh, iconic, they always put at the end bond will return. And sometimes, you know, they knew what the next one was going to be. They'd say bond will return and diamonds are forever or whatnot. Uh, but eventually they would just say bond will return. And this time they didn't do it because, uh, bond has died. So it's opened it up for them to go in other directions and everything. But I thought it was in there, Brom. I think it is. I don't think I don't think it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna it's Amazon Prime. I'm gonna check this one for us. Okay. Yeah, feel free to I check legit it. Think it is. Um, but ultimately, I thought that was really cool. 
um, and how they, again, bookended his character. There were some weak points in the film, but I've never been a huge Bond guy to begin with. I was a big Bond kid when I was, when I was younger. I liked to watch all the Bond movies. Um, and they were flashy and over the top and far fetched and that didn't really bother me. And, and now I don't know. Some of that doesn't really resonate with me anymore. Um, so going back into this one here and kind of had a darker tone to it and killed some major characters and, Brought some closure to some some big characters in the series, and uh, excellent action. Like I said, it was it was it was really fun. I think it's probably my favorite Bond movie. It'd be either that. I remember really liking Live and Let Die. I'd have to go back and rewatch that one, but I really remember liking that one. And then just now, again watching these uh, over the past week, I really enjoyed Skyfall. So I think those would be my contenders. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I think I'm going to give the edge currently to no time to die. Uh, and had that replayability factor. I wanted to rewatch this one. And usually those are movies that are an eight or above for me. Uh, but for the podcast here, this is a submarine podcast. It was only like 10 seconds of submarine content. If that, it was about 10 seconds, kind of coasting under the water and pulling into the submarine pen. It's lacking. I got to knock it. It can't be, it can't be an eight. I'm going to give it a seven and three quarters. Ooh, there we go. There we go. Now, question right. for you guys. Who wins in a fight? James Bond? John Wick? John Wick. Did, did, Bond, did Bond kill his dog? No. Bond's dog is alive. Okay, so... Never mind. I mean, he doesn't have the motivation. So I, I don't know, months. Kyle. I can't. I refuse to answer that. <laughs> I refuse to answer. I, feel I don't like, understand the question. I feel like John Wick is more of the supernatural, supernatural talent, and James Bond is a little bit more down to earth. I think John Wick wins that fight. That's the right answer, but I mean, you know, thank you for the other guys. They don't know what's going on. So, okay. All right, it's not, a, I get it's a, not a favoritism thing. I think it might be for Kyle, but for me, it's just more of a. It is. It is for me. From an analytical perspective, I feel like John Wick Big is time. supernatural. So, should I get into a little bit of a, a little bit of trivia, and yeah. then, yeah, and then, man, you know, finish up my my portion of uh, what we're doing here. So, go for it, Jamie. You got you got any uh, Je- Jeopardy for us tonight? Oh, I don't. I could find it pretty quickly, probably. I, <laughs> okay. I didn't do. I didn't do anything. As I said, there's gonna be all uh, kinds of the cuff, cuff. Oh yeah, cuff. Um, real yeah, quick. I'm, yeah, I'm sure. Real quick. Yeah. Real quick. We got a confirmation at two hours, forty three minutes, and five seconds, with eighteen seconds left. James Bond will return. Is wow. Well, so they did it the after the credits. Yep. Okay, that's yep. that's new. They typically at do it the before the credits. At the very, very end. Yep. Okay. That's kind of cool. So they acknowledge that yeah. that it's typically at the end of the movie, I feel like, and they're like, oh, it's going to be our post credit scene kind of thing. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to do a, just, a, just a brief, because there's a lot of trivia. This is a huge movie, lots of stuff going on. But it is kind of interesting just how many people were um, mentioned as being potential director of this one. Uh, so Sam Mendes was the director of Skyfall Inspector. He pretty immediately said he was not going to be returning for this one. 
then Christopher Nolan ruled himself out to directing. I'm not sure why. Maybe he just rules him out of directing every film that's coming out. Maybe like whenever they announce a film, he just jumps in and says like, not not directing this one. And everyone goes, okay, Christopher Nolan. That's great. Uh, I would love to do that. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to start ruling myself out of those jobs. Not, I'm not I will directing not do this it. one. Will not do it. Avatar 3 and 4, <laughs> not mine. I'm not doing it. Can't do it. I'm uh, busy. Yeah. Booked. So July, July 2017, Jan de Demand. Uh, David McKenzie and Dennis Villeneuve were courted to direct, and Villeneuve decided against the role due to his commitments to Dune. So he seems like it seems like he was pretty far along uh, in that. The most serious person attached to this was Danny Boyle, who uh, was actually attached for uh, quite a while. So February 2018, he was established, and then he uh, moved on from it. I'm trying to even see where it was. Uh, August. Uh, yeah, August. So February to August 2018, uh, Danny Boyer was attached. But he left due to creative differences, uh, which had to do with the script, uh, apparently. And so then finally, the director we saw, Carrie uh, Joji uh, Fukunaga, came on in September 2018. And uh, because of COVID, this had a uh, slightly extended um, kind of postscript to its release. Uh, in the end, so it was. I think it was supposed to be released quite a bit earlier, but then it ended up coming out in 2021. So I think it was supposed to be like May 2020, right? <laughs> yeah, something like that. So, so you know, you can see the director attached in September 2018, or May. It would have probably been November. For, Most for Bond movies come out in November, but and so the only other thing I want to mention is that you know, in terms of from this director, so the cons, everything changed with the new director who came on. Right, they had a series of scripts. He came on. He's serious about it. He's ready to do it. His early unrealized idea was that the entire film would take place inside Bond's head while he was being tortured by Blofeld in the Spectre movie. And that oh only, only the last act would be in real time following the events of Spectre. And I will say... The, uh, for all you Spectre viewers out there, I think that's on the money right. Like, I, I do, am not against that wacky-ass oh idea. I am, I am way against the, that idea. <laughs> so I'm not all. because the second, that last act of Spectre is atrocious, and I think mm. it's terrible, and I think it brought that entire film down. Wow. So that, that would be, yeah, so they basically, they make up for it by I I that. did not like the ending to Spectre. So I thought that was kind of a funny, uh, funny thing. Do it. Okay. And then I did find a Jeopardy. Do people want to do Jeopardy? Yeah, oh, sure. yeah. All right. So this round is called James Bond and Friends. 200, 400, 600, 800, and 1,000. Uh, who gave the lowest rating of you three? It's going to be... Uh, seven. Zach. Yeah, Zach. Well, mine averaged to a seven, but yeah, the submarine movie score was a five. Okay. Yeah, you're still lowest, so you get to choose first. 200, 400, 600, 800, or 1,000 James a Bond thousand, and Friends. Baby. All right. Wow. All Jack out. Lord and Jeffrey Wright are two of the eight actors who have played this American CIA agent and 007 ally. This question would be much Felix. harder if we hadn't just watched the movie. Yes. It's Felix. Felix Slater. <laughs> um, all right. So that's the correct answer for him. Okay. So next up would be, I think, Brom, right? Sure, yep. I think Kyle had 8.5. Yep. Uh, what did Zach go with, 200? He went for a thousandth. Oh, so he got okay. it. He's already got a thousand. He already got a thousand bucks in his pocket. Give me 400. 
400 in the 1979 movie Moonraker, a metal-mouthed Bond foe-turned-ally has this name, the title of another 70s movie. Who is Jaws? Correct. Don't have to look that one up. All right, Jaws. Kyle. 200, 600, 800. 800. All right. A groundskeeper named Kincaid helps Bond fight Javier Bardem at the titular lodge in this 2012 film. What is Skyfall? That's correct. You haven't even seen it. And you still get that one right. Boom. Well, that's why I asked who was, you know, I was like, I confirmed Javier earlier. All right. And then now you guys have to buzz in 200 and 600. I'm going to say 600. You got to buzz in after I read the question. What do I say? Buzz? You can say whatever you want. I will figure it out. Uh, You can't. Yeah, I have to say the question. I have to finish the question. Bond Bud Bill Tanner is chief of staff at this alphanumeric British Foreign Intelligence Service. Beep, beep. Buzz. Who did the beep? I did the beep. There we go. You got it. Uh, MI5. What is MI5? <gasps> Incorrect. Buzz, 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 yeah. buzz, buzz, buzz. There we go. Me? Yeah, Zach. MI6, it's baby. MI6. Oh. Come on. Oh. Oh. Then 200, again, a, bu- a buzz in. Uh, in the Bond novels, Miss Moneypenny does this job assisting Bond's boss. Leo Leah Ponsby does it for Bond. Buzz? Yeah. Secretary? Yeah. Weird question. <laughs> all right. That's all of James Bond's friends. Is it the, 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 sc- real, the real secret service in England and MI6 is the fictitious yeah, I think one? That's right, yeah. Okay. yeah. Dude, MI5 is a Mission Impossible 5. That's true, too. Right. That's true. It's confusing. Um, Maybe they shouldn't have named it that. I want to hear those point totals. It's kind of funny, too, because then I didn't even notice that there's two others. So that's James Bond and Friends. And then Q is another category of that same day. And then Mo- Monet P- Punny. Monet Punny. That's Monet. Do you have the point totals? I mean, Zach just crushed it. But. Oh, yeah. No, Zach, Zach won by a million. He, he had like three million wow. dollars. What? I'd like to yeah. hear it. No, that's true. He had like eight <laughs> million have, dollars. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. All right, and I think I got eighteen hundred points. Yeah, let's finish. Hey, do we have? Do we have a love it or hate it? Yes. Yeah, but oh, let, me, let me quickly finish up my part by oh. doing the uh, oh. by doing Sorry. the Phantom Zone. Engage the Phantom. All right, so there's a real boring one. Leia Sadu, she was in Kursk, aka The Command. Brom already brought that up, did the work for me. But, you know, there's even something a little bit more interesting in this one because Daniel Craig, and you guys are like, wait, Daniel Craig's never been in a submarine movie until this one. Wrong. It's not really a movie, but I don't know if you knew this, guys, but he is in the IHOP commercials. Well, he's in some commercials, (laughs) commercials, Sony commercials, that kind of stuff. All as James Bond, interestingly. Um, and he's also in a bunch of video games. But uh, in 2022, he was in Macbeth on 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 the stage because he's a stageman. He's a, he's a stagecraft, right? But part of his request uh, playing Macbeth uh, was that he got to do it as a submarine commander. So he turned the entire set into a submarine. And Macbeth was now, you know, changed to be all about submarines. Um, and Macbeth was actually turned into Macdeath. Because that was his nickname, yeah, as a submarine commander. Um, he goes around basically. Is this serious, Jamie? Or is this actually? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, what's what's crazy is that Ed Harris heard this story and heard heard the concept and was like, "I'm in too." And he insisted he play go. Lady Macbeth. 
So they're a, they're a Lady they're a tag team. Yeah, well, technically, I mean, I guess if you want to, if she was going to take change her name to be his nickname, that would be ridiculous. Uh, but uh, they they joined up and they were uh, co leads, and they actually both won um, Oscars because they filmed it and put it into theaters, and they both both won Best Actor. They tied for Best Actor um, for Macbeth on stage. And that's uh, that's great. That's awesome. That was fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you see the wheels Jamie. turning in Zach's head. He's like, wait, did this actually happen? <laughs> it's funny it's not when listed you, as When you said, when you said McDeath, when you said McDeath, that's when Zach was like, wait a minute. I don't know wait if this is second. real or not. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's you, almost you might too, be getting that's me too cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> McDeath. You're like oh buying tickets. Gosh. You're online buying tickets. You're like, hold on a second. <laughs> Let's do it. Love it, hate it. Love it, hate it. Here we go. Favorite song. Yes. I love it. No. I hate it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's come back for another episode of Love It or Hate It. Which one's first? I want to do Love It first. Oh, uh, you don't like that? Okay, hit it first. It was a good movie. I feel like we're gonna we're gonna end on a good note. All right, hit it first. Okay, hate it. Um, this review comes from G Zach Siki. G Zach Siki. I'm. That's what I'm gonna say. That's from November nineteenth, two thousand twenty-one. Killing James, question mark, question mark, question mark. And Felix, idiots, dot, 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 dot. Must be preparing for a black bond, dot, 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 or a woman. Humanity is destined to die out, dot, dot, dot. Why, question mark, question mark, question mark. Never liked Craig's Bond, but I liked this movie. Until they killed Felix and Bond. Dot, dot, dot. 13 <laughs> out of 14 people found that helpful. Huh. Seriously? It was a li- right, liberal first use off, of if ellipsis doing, there. Yeah. And like this had to have been, when did the movie release? Probably then. Then? And you're dropping like major spoilers in there? <laughs> well, and Kyle, I mean, not to mention it, just it the other marked, stuff going on it was in marked, there. It was marked warning spoilers. Oh, okay. All right. It, good. It was marked. 13 out of 14 people found that helpful. <laughs> yeah. That's kind What's of what I found the most comical thing about What's the going on here? Thing. I don't get it. I don't know. Whatever, man. Time for love it. This comes from Kelvin Alf Ayed. Kelvin Alf Ayed. From October 1st, 2021. So this is actually earlier. Hmm. The best James Bond movie. I think this is a kind of perfect storyline of James Bond's final by Daniel Craig. 27 out of 44 people found that helpful. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10. Um, I appreciate how concise those were. Yeah, man. Boom. So it came out October 8th, 2021. This guy must have saw the shit early. This was October 1st. Yeah. 
Not messing around, huh? I guess. That's it. For love and hate it. That's it, huh? All right. And you just did uh you just did some trivia, Jamie? Sure. Yeah, I did it. You you did it. You I did, did it. it. Which means it's time. It's it's sub 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 world world wide 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 All right. It's been a minute since I've done subs worldwide, and we didn't really have much of a sub in this one. And I know what you're thinking. Well, we did have a Russian sub base, but I wasn't going to show Russia any love. Um, not tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and do a British sub. This is a, oh, I like that, Zach. I like what you're flashing me right now. Um, <laughs> listeners, leave that up to your own interpretation. Uh <laughs> This, so they went to a World War II submarine pen, and then I thought to myself, I don't think I've done a World War II British submarine. So get out your tea and biscuits, boys. We're going to head on back in time to not a U-boat, but the British U-class. Mm. Also sometimes referred to as the Undyne class. I'm sure I'm saying that incorrectly. Um, could be Undine. Who knows? They do. Um, so this thing is 191 feet long, has a beam of 16 feet, one inch, drought of 15 feet, two inches. It is a diesel electric capable of slicing through the ocean at 11.25 knots while cruising on the surface or 10 knots while submerged. If you're far away from it, this thing might catch up because it's got a nautical range of 4,500 nautical miles, and it will hold 27 to 31 sailors. <laughs> Jamie's like, why'd you say nautical twice? I don't know. It's outfitted with six 21-inch torpedo tubes holding 8 to 10 torpedoes. Could this be the boat that we use in Torpedo Alley? Depends on if we're bowling over in the UK and we get drafted over there. I don't know. We're going to have to figure that out. But good questions um did i also mention that um there's a deck gun up top how many inches three boom what (laughs) (laughs) a three inch deck gun gun. Uh, poor guy um okay yeah so with uh (laughs) all right just nice what? work. <laughs> uh, so it's got, it's got a steel hull that's a half inch thick. So this thing can dive 200 feet down. Um, so something that was kind of funny with these submarines is they wanted to make like some smaller boats to make them more maneuverable. And so if you were to fire a torpedo while you were at periscope depth, the loss and weight of the boat would force this thing to shoot up out of the water. Wow. So I'm just like, that's that's not ideal at all. <laughs> like, what the hell? I think you would have figured that out. Um, so the British built 49, 49 of them. Must have not been that big of a deal to them. They said, <laughs> whatever, man. These guys are going for a ride. Buckle up. Uh, they lost 19 during World War II, 13 of those in the Mediterranean In 1942, Winston Churchill, in the middle of World War II, made a declaration that said all of the submarines have to have names. They can't be numbered. So 
There are a few that were sunk before that. So if you're looking for some, they were sunk before 1942. If you are interested in learning more about them, try picking up Derek Walter's book, The History of the British U-Class Submarine. On Amazon, it is currently $85.15 as a four and a half star rating out of 21 Amazon reviews. I put in to get it shipped to me from the library because somewhere had it. So we'll see. Damn, not Kyle. Paying, not it's paying like 85 the, bucks for a book. No sound way. like an ad, dude. You should get it for free. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. So that's that's it. That's right. subs worldwide. Who's next? I was hoping I was hoping this thing if you could find one that was that was now a a museum or something like that. I'm not sure it's the case. Most of them were sunk. Most of them were scrapped or sunk, given to Russia or the free French. Brom, you got anything? Yep. Hit me with it. Tube three ready to fire, sir. Commence the countdown. All right. I got a little fun countdown for us tonight. Uh, This movie featured a poison garden and uh, a lot of uh, elements of of the movie revolved around poisons and toxins and nanobots and things like that. Well, my list isn't going to have any nanobots on it, but I am going to have the five deadliest poisons in the world. All right. And this is uh, coming uh, with... A lot of help from an article, Handle with Care, the World's Five Deadliest Poisons, featured on theconversation.com and authored by Simon Cotton, Senior Lecturer in Chemistry at the University of Birmingham. Citations. There, right there you go. I was uh, I was hoping that this would be <laughs> the world's five most deadliest poisons from A Place for Mom or <laughs> Senior <so> Living <laughs> uh, Blog. No. <laughs> That would be amazing. I was looking into like, maybe getting like since, know. since Spectre was a central element, I was trying to find like the five like most dangerous types of ghosts and like dive into like some form somewhere like of people. I, I don't believe ghosts. Ghost. I don't believe in ghosts, but like some form of people that do because there's all different types of ghosts. You know, Spectres being one, and there's a lot of Japanese ghosts, and there's revenants, and all sorts of ghosts and mythologies. But I uh, couldn't find what I was looking for for that. But we got top hey, five poisons. You were pretty quick to say that you don't believe in ghosts. Did you think we were going to judge you for that? Um, no. But if someone were to judge me for <laughs> it. Zach's like, yeah. I'm if someone you. were to judge me for believing in ghosts, it would be Jamie. Am I right on that? Uh, yeah, I don't believe in ghosts. And I, I would find it fairly ridiculous to believe in ghosts. Kyle, do you believe in ghosts? Hey, man. I'm not going to say anything about these ghosts. That's right? a yes. That's Kyle, a yes. Kyle's sipping his tea over there. What about the ghost boat, man? Remember that? Ghost boat with the most ghost boat? Ghost boat with the most boat. Yeah. So there, you believe in ghosts. Yeah, I believe in ghost boats. Ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> boats. Ghost boats. I'm All right, open, sorry, Brom. I'm open to it, but it needs to happen to me directly. Good idea. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay, I will say, I don't believe in ghosts. I'm but open if, to ghosts. If I, if I, I, am. I like, if a ghost, come on, bring it. But if, yeah, if a ghost happened to me, I also would believe in ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. Open to it. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm in the same boat there. Um. Anyways, <laughs> top five poisons. I like the intro to this article. I'm going to read this part verbatim. 
Uh, so very crowdsourced top five tonight. When asked to name a poison, people may well think of cyanide, arsenic, or strike nine. But these are not the most toxic substances known. More poisonous than these, but still not near the top of the tree, is tetrodotoxin, the pufferfish toxin that poisons around 50 Japanese people every year. The fish is a delicacy in Japan, but can be lethal if prepared incorrectly. Incidentally, this was the poison favored by evil assassin Rosa Klebb in James Bond film From Russia with Love. It also crops up in the blue-ringed octopus and was more recently discovered in tiny frogs in Brazil. Here is a representative selection in ascending order of five truly deadly poisons, all at least a hundred times more toxic than cyanide, arsenic, or strychnine. All right, so now we're back to using some of my own language. So if I screwed something up or misinterpreted uh, Dr. Cotton here, uh, you can skewer me for it, all right? Uh, but number five is ricin. Used to kill Bulgarian dissident Georgi Markov while in exile in London, it's believed he was shot by a makeshift air gun inside of an umbrella. The tiny projectile contained ricin, a naturally occurring chemical harvested from the beans of the castor oil plant. It interferes with protein synthesis, causing cell death. So ricin's number five. And that was say like how much there was. That was in a movie too. No, right? that was in um uh, in Breaking Bad, right? Didn't he use rice? I hear about rice and yeah, I hear you hear about rice and a lot. I feel like because it makes movies. it seem like someone just like died naturally, right? Uh, yeah. I I've got the numbers. I didn't. I wasn't planning on using them unless it was like kind of conveyed in a way that was very relatable and understandable. Because the way this one is worded and works is that it would kill a sample group of. Uh, it would kill 50% of a sample group if one milligram per kilogram was orally ingested. So if they inge- if they ingested one milligram per each <coughs> kilogram they weighed, it would kill uh, 50% of a sample size. That's how, I guess, they measure poison uh, vi- vir- virulency or whatever the terminology would be. Uh I do have some good ones, though, that have that kind of information here in a more understandable way, a more palatable way, I guess. Uh, number four, though, is VX. This is a cool one. I really like this top five because it referenced Bond. And in this one, we got another one that you guys will like here. VX, it's the only synthetic compound here in the top five. Uh, it was an attempt at insecticide and proved to be too toxic to use in agriculture. This extremely deadly nerve agent has barely seen the light of day, but was featured in the Hollywood blockbuster, The Rock. The Rock. Very good. Very good. Zach knew. Uh, that, they said, has only killed one person and uh, killed like a farm of sheep. Uh, there was an accident and it got into the sheep's blood system, I guess. Sure. Uh, number three is Batrachotoxin. Might be mispronouncing that one. The deadliest toxin among South American native hunters is the Batrachotoxin. It is derived from the skin of frogs in Colombia. The Philobotus terribilis and the Philobotus bicolor. A trace amount equal in size to two grains of table salt will kill you. There you go. That was a cool one. Two grains of table salt will kill you. Wow. Next one is mitotoxin number two. This baffling and potent marine toxin is created by a complex dinoflagellate associated with harmful algal blooms in the sea. As a cardiotoxin, a trace amount of mitotoxin will cause heart failure. Dino, dino flatulence? 
dino that's, dude, that's dino, what i heard dinosaur, dinosaur farts dino flagellates so the whole time you were talking i was just like repeating that in my head so i remembered to say it at the end dino farts dino farts and number one, botulinum toxin. This toxin-produced oh, bacteria is the most toxic substance known to man. It was first identified as a cause of food poisoning in late 18th century Germany from improperly prepared sausage. This toxin causes muscle paralysis, and I didn't finish the article because we started recording. Uh, I think this is botulism, right, guys? And I guess that bacteria is used in Botox, right? Um, used in Botox to uh, in very, very, very trace amounts in order to freeze the muscles in your face, permanently holding them, and uh, oftentimes being overused by uh, women having uh, mid and late life crises. Not and just men, women and men and men. Not just and women. I was, I was starting to clean up there too. Yep, seen some men with some bad place, Botox jobs. But yes, I, that that's an article for a place for mom right there. Yes. <laughs> Botox that's stage. it those are the world's five uh, the, the the world's five deadliest poisons that was Man. beautiful thank you brom now welcome. would you guys eat one of those fish that he talked about the that he prepared, no. prepared? i yeah, probably would you wouldn't do that? actually yeah i probably wouldn't normally i'd be like yeah well whatever but like it did mention people get poisoned like 50 50 a year 50 like a year from improperly it, prepared that good where you're willing to risk death I'd, I'd want to know what the percentage is. Like how many? Absolutely not. How many of those meals are prepared <laughs> successfully versus the 50 that go bad every year? And how bad are we talking? Right. How bad? 50, what? It's 50 people die or 50 yeah, people. It's like, it's, it's, it's guaranteed death. <laughs> There's <laughs> no <laughs> way I'd do it. Like, Absolutely not. No. Well, you know what? Jamie's looking it up. No, it's in the uh, toxic, um, uh, I want to say toxic load. (laughs) That sounds so weird. (laughs) In the amount that that. you get when when they cut cut into that uh, new gamer tag. (laughs) Toxic load. When they cut into that like that toxic, I want to say toxic sack now because I don't know what the, the toxic <laughs> yeah. gland, the toxic they gland. They cut that of toxic that, sack to get like, the toxic load. <laughs> yeah, the, there's just way too much there. Yeah, that gets into the wow. into the meat. I think it kills like everybody that comes into <laughs> eating it. Man. No, the answer is no. I would not eat that. But so I think I, like I did tens look of up thousands or maybe hundreds of thousands go without incident. That's insane, though. We got to look that up. I did look up the movie with Ryson because I was like, man, this is just so familiar to me. And I did just I mentioned some of the movies I've been watching. So I did just watch the interview. And I guess there's a Ryson strip in there. Okay. I know. <laughs> Nobody cares. No one cares. No one cares at all about any no of this. No one cares. No one cares. One cares. <laughs> Don't do the hand motions, man. All right, Zach. Yeah. You you got something? Bring it, baby. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Zach Facts, it's Zach Facts. When you're going down, get some Zach Facts. When you're going down. Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. We're back. Zach Facts are back. They're coming in hot, whether you like them or not. So prepare to get brought. 
by the Zach facts. And um, do we want to go the bets? Do we want to talk numbers here? Oh yeah, numbers? the over under. We used to do that. I'm usually usually set that. I do, um, and I'd say with him bouncing back here, I think three and a half is a good place for the over-under. I think he's going to have three or four for us, so over-under three and a half. Over, I'm guessing over. He's going big? I'm going, I'm going yeah. under. I'm going under. I'm going to go with the over. So I'm going to say he has one. four. Mm, number one, there's at least one. <laughs> Look at him smiling over there. Uh, Shit eating. Number grin. one. Number one. This is the first film Rami Malik did not wear makeup for. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> His face is all veiny as hell. <laughs> yep. No makeup at all. Wow. He was very brave. It's a rough looking dude. He was a brave man. And he should be celebrated. My dad was watching, and he's like, uh, oh, it's uh, Freddie Mercury. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Fact number two, did someone say tabloids? Actually, Apparently I was going to do tabloids tonight. I was going to do ghost tabloid headlines, but I couldn't find that either. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Oh. Did someone say tabloids? I did. Apparently after the film's wrap. Here we go. <laughs> Just I did. <laughs> apparently after the film's rap party, Hans Zimmer and Billie Eilish were so excited they got tattoos of Daniel's Daniel Craig's face on their bodies. Wow. I'm curious where's uh where where'd they get him at? The article did not say. Shoot. I know. It's always the juicy <laughs> details you want that we can never find. I think I know where Hans's is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just pelvis looking down. <laughs> it's Daniel Craig doing the pointing gun and, is, and, and the gun yeah. <laughs> is you know what? <laughs> yeah. That would be a hell of a tattoo. Dude, see, Jamie hasn't, he didn't do any tonight, so we no, gotta do it for him. I don't know what you're talking about. I am yeah. so a gotta do it for you, man. clean comic. Uh, clean comic. That's what I do. I only do clean comedy now. Sure. All right. I so anyways, blue, anyways. Blue comedy. <laughs> we had two Zach facts. Let's go for number three. Daniel Craig hated it. When people on set call him <laughs> Danny Pandy Bondy, he said the harassment went as far as hanging a sign on his door with that written on it. Danny Pandy Bondy? Danny Pandy Bondy. Are you listening to Daryl Pandy on the regular now? Maybe. <laughs> and if, you, if, if listeners don't know who that is, you should look him up. Yeah, love can't turn around. Love can't turn around. And number four. Got there. Yep. Take it, Jamie. Sorry, Jamie. And number Sorry. four. And the final Zach fact for No Time to Die is No Time to Die was originally titled, Guess What? Time's Up. You Die. Wow. But it was changed. That wasn't very snappy. 
It wasn't supposed to be. Do you guys want to hear like a crazy fact? That's like a that's like a real fact. Sure. Do you know? So we talked about the that movie Curse, the Command, right? Yeah. So stars, uh, what's her name? Leah. Leah uh, Sadu. Leah Sadu, right? Do you know what it, what book it was based on? That movie. The Kursk. Yes. Do you know? What it was, do you know what it was based on? Is that not what it's called? I don't no, know. No, it's called. It's based on Robert Moore's book, A Time to Die. Oh, I think I actually bought that from my dad. Right. So now, now, Leia Sadu's in two movies with submarines. A time to a die, time to and, die no time and no to time die. to die. Wow, <laughs> that is pretty cool. Put that on the IMD, IMDb facts page, dude. You know what? I think I might. I might actually do that. I might. Create put a hundred people found this helpful. Create a Wikipedia page for. It. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get back on that. That Wikipedia. No, it's a, that's. I'm spinning off that as my own podcast. Jamie the Brain no- Submersion. A very notable podcast. You would like what Brom was talking to me about the other night. Basically, he pitched the idea of the podcast podcast to me. Oh, love the podcast. And I was like, podcast. you know, Jamie has talked about the podcast podcast. Every episode's a different podcast. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to apologize for being as sick as I am and, and not having a mute function on my <laughs> interface here i'm gonna try to clean it up but i'm assuming some will slip through the cracks there but i apologize for the coughs and choking and just my voice in general i know a lot of you guys come here to listen to my silken dulcet tones and uh i don't have them together tonight so i am i'm very sorry and that's well, all i have to say i'm i'd also like to apologize for being as sick as i am but like sick in like the good sense like i'm totally sick yeah he's sick sick af I'd like to apologize for just, you know, not always being there where I, when I should have been, but I'm going to try to be better. And now that we're back, baby, we're back. Right, Kyle? You baby? Yeah, Kyle, what are you, what are you, what are you sorry about? I'm apologizing to all you who have to sit here and listen to this. Thank you for listening to Submersion. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating wherever you listen. Want to interact with us? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also love to get messages from all of you. If you have a suggestion, a comment, or just anything you'd like to share, please email us at maceaststudios at gmail.com.